Hey guys, welcome to Parks and Rec episode number eight. I'm Chris. And I'm And welcome back. Thank you for joining us again, or for the first time. Uh, I don't know. Do what you want to do. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> that was not a shameless plug. What? It it's, could be your first time here. If it is, <laughs> hey, welcome. If it's not, welcome back. You know, I don't know what you're doing in your free time. It's not it's your call to make. I can't decide what you do, but Maybe if you're you choosing like... to do this again, cool. <laughs> Maybe you want to hear about two nerds talking about Halloween Horror Nights for yeah. the 50th time. No, we've month. only had eight eight of these episodes, so not all of them have been Halloween Horror Nights. But this one is, so <laughs> you know, go from there. Uh, previously, we talked about what we were excited about for Horror Nights. We talked about the scare zones we talked about drinks and we're going to continue on with that with talking about the food the food so there's a lot of specialty foods around universal studios that you can try sample it's almost like epcot's international food and wine fest or any of their other festivals where they have a lot of different little kiosks and kitchens set up where everywhere has different food items um some of them are kind of cheap some of them are a little bit pricier but all in all like each booth has like a little bit of a different theme um some of them tie into some of the houses some of them tie into the scare zones but it seems like a lot of them are just hey here's a place to eat here is a radioactive zombie tent yeah for for no reason because it doesn't tie any, anything <laughs> there is nothing radioactive zombie themed in the I entire mean, event except it's horror nights and it's like spooky themed but what we're going to do today is we're going to talk about our top 10 so five each of our favorite food things that we've had to eat because we've eaten almost everything at the festival. I think we're only missing like a couple of things in each booth. Yeah, a couple of things at each booth, and some of them are ones that like we're passing up just because it's like, yeah, it is what it is. But some of them like we just haven't had a chance to have yet, even though we're approaching October. Um, Horror Nights has been going on for almost a month now. I feel like we've covered a lot of ground though already. Yeah, I think uh, we've definitely had something from every single booth now. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had the classics, which I'm not going to talk about right Yeah, today. I, I put um, an honorable mention just with the Twisted Tater because it's something mm-hmm. that I get every time that we go, almost. And there's, it's it's a staple. Like, it's just a Horror Nights thing that you get. Um, if you haven't had it, it's basically just a spiral cut potato that's on like a skewer, deep fried, and then they put your choice of different seasonings on it. So there's nothing absolutely like knockout about it, but it's just a fun it's a fun snack. You can get like a portable little snack to go from house to house and try not to choke in between each scare zone. Yeah, so my preferred way of eating is just like biting into it. Although sometimes I do just like grab a couple of like the chips and like pull them off. What's what's your preferred method? What do you think is the best way to do it? You just kind of just go for it. Just ah. Just go for it. And speaking about just going for it, why don't you just go for it and give us your number five. Uh, so my number five is actually four and a half and four and a half because I couldn't decide on one top five. Um, so I did two because I couldn't think which con made the other, like, loose. Um, so it is the Philly cheesesteak. Oh, wow. Okay. That was actually going to be... So, so uh, my list is actually doubled up because I picked multiple things just in case you pick something <laughs> that I want to talk about. Right. So this was going to be my number one, but I'll pick my Not my backup really. number oh, one wow. so I can still talk about it, but then talk about something else. Um, this was, I remember the price because it's almost like a meal in itself. It's ten ninety nine. It comes with just a 
regular Philly cheesesteak. It's on a black Philly roll. And it has yummy, like, steakies with garlic, so it kills Dracula twice. And it comes with curly fries. Yeah, and the curly fries are like a seasoned fry, almost like Arby's, which I never go to Arby's, so this was actually, like, a really welcome surprise and change for me. Um, Like I said, this was going to be my number one because we're two adults, and we were able to split the cheese steak and the fries, and I felt like it was still a good amount of food. Yeah, it was a meal. It was definitely a meal. Um, The only cod is that it turns your poop green. Yeah, it's not... So the bun itself is black, but it's not actually black like pumpernickel bread or anything. It's just dyed. And the next day, you you will see the the fruits of their labor, pretty much. (laughs) Um, And then... Also being number five, I had the good guy beignet. Okay, well, maybe don't talk about everything, because that was going to be on my list. Um, well, you're one of the ones yeah. to talk about it. No, that's okay, but you can't pick two fives. <laughs> I picked two fives. I make my own rules. Uh, but back to the cheesesteak real quick is, like, we absolutely loved it. And then one of our friends, her and her wife actually had it the last night we were at Horror Nights. We were there separately, but we just text back and forth to see what each other's kind of doing and what we're up to. And they actually had the cheesesteak, and she rated it like an 11 out of 10 because it's it's super. It's super. Like, yeah, it's really good. When we circle back and start revisiting some of the booths to have stuff that we loved, this is definitely going to be one of the things that I'm, I'm happy getting again. Yeah, it's good. Uh, but starting me off with my number five. <laughs> okay. Is it's gonna be it's gonna be the pizza skull. Oh, okay. Um, this is a new addition. Um, Halloween Horror Nights is famous for pizza fries, which is one of their other staple classics, which are basically just curly cut fries. But then they have marinara sauce, pepperoni, cheese, and Italian sausage on top. And then they just they put it through like a, like one of those conveyor belt ovens that they have at like Sparrow to warm up your pizza slice. Uh, <laughs> It accomplishes the same thing as just putting it in a real oven, I guess. But pizza fries are a favorite of people going to Horror Nights. And I think this is the next step in that because Mm. it's basically just a ball of dough that's been shaped to look like a skull. But inside they have cheese and pepperoni. And then they bake it so it gets all melty, gooey, and good. And then they put it in a bowl of marinara sauce. And... This was absolutely fantastic. Like, it is exactly what you expect it to be. It's kind of like a spooky Hot Pocket. Presentation-wise, this was definitely the spookiest, and I, it's also on my list. So Good. Uh, I th- do recommend, if you are eating this, uh, the best way to do it is to take a fork and then stick the fork into the mouth of the pizza skull so then you can open it up so it looks like he's talking. And he's saying, like, hey... I'm a pizza skull. I'm delicious. Enjoy. Or it also looks like it's screaming because you're stabbing it. I mean, he, so that's actually what he's screaming, but I just said it in a nice oh, way. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So <laughs> what's your number four going to be? My number four is the... And I don't remember the name of this. Okay. But it was the cornbread stew. The cauldron stew. Yes. I believe that's what it's called. Uh, this is... Also one of my alternates on my list, so I will still get to talk about it. Thank you. Uh, This is the Witch's Cauldron Stew. Thank you. Uh, This was a uh, corn and... Not corn. Well, it had corn in it. It had corn in it, and Um, I still liked it. It was a chicken green chili chowder that came with a cornbread skeleton man. Uh, It was absolutely fantastic. Even though, again, 
something we always have to take into account. We are doing this in Orlando, where it was probably like 88 degrees with like 90% humidity the night that we ate it. But it was so good. Actually, it was raining the night that we ate it. Yeah. I remember that now. Mm -hmm. Um, I absolutely loved it. And when they announced the menus for Horror Nights this year, and I saw that was one of the offerings that they were going to have, I instantly was like, okay, that's something I got to try. Not because we like to sample stuff and try different things, but that's just a flavor profile, like chicken and green chilies that I love and I always have. And this delivered on it, like, Mwah. See, I wasn't excited for this one, and I was blown away by how much I liked it, and that's why it's on my list. Because I was like, "Ooh, surprise!" Um, I, I will definitely get this again. This is kind of our best of the fest, pretty much. <laughs> um, my number four, though, is going to be what you had alluded to earlier with your other number five. This is the Wanna Play Beignet. Uh, this is you. coming from the Chucky themed booth. Um, this is a beignet that has Nashville hot chicken on top of it. Uh, definitely messy, but definitely delicious. And what I liked about this the most is they didn't kind of just say, like, Nashville hot chicken, wink, wink. Like, there's actually some flavor and some spice to this that I think mm -hmm. it surprised me because as someone that loves hot and spicy food, if I go somewhere and they're like, oh, it's hot, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> Yes. Oh, it tastes like Frank's hot sauce. Mm. But this actually had a good amount of heat to it, and I I dug it a lot. But as someone who is heat adverse, I, I still liked it. So it's not like we'll burn your um, taste buds off. It's still it's spicy, but not like don't feed it to your kids spicy. Does your kid like spicy? I don't yeah. know. I, I, mean, I didn't like spicy food as a oh, kid. Oh, I loved spicy as a kid. Um, I will say my only complaint was when we got it, they did not have forks and knives available. And this was something that was very messy because we kind of had to like pick it up and eat it with like our fingers. But well, that being said, like it was still. That was actually my con because each of them had a con. That one was a big one for me. It was like so messy that I couldn't pick it up and have like a full bite of everything because I was like, here's a piece of chicken. Here's a piece of beignet, and here's someone with the sauce, because I couldn't get a full bite. Gotcha. That's fair. Thank you. How about you? I was trying to make a fair segue for your number three, but I got <laughs> I got nothing. So. Oh, we already talked about my number three, because it was this pizza skull. Oh, okay. Yeah. You don't have an alternate number three? I don't, but I can try to think of one really quick. Well, while you're thinking about it, let me... Let me jump into my number three. Okay. Because I'm sure this is going to be something that's on your list as well. Mm -hmm. uh, but this is the maggot-covered cheese dog. Ooh, yes. That was really good. Um, this is available over kind of between Springfield and uh, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. It's located on the bridge that kind of connects those two parts of the park. Um, maggot-covered cheese dog. So this is a Korean-style hot dog that's put on a skewer, but it's alternating between chunks of hot dog and chunks of cheese and then they battered it fried it and then they roll it in rice krispies to make it look like mac and then it's covered in like a like a spicy like almost like a spicy mayo it was like some sort of orange sauce uh absolute knockout see that's why it's my number two <laughs> okay no um yes because if you want to segue into your number two now talking about this Okay, so honorable mention number three, little boo bun. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a, that's a safe one. Um, 
the little boobon was really good, and this is a. I think this was actually like totally vegan option. That they it had was available. a vegan option, yes. Um, Butternut squash and a bao bun. Um, very tasty. It tasted fresh. It tasted real. It tasted healthy. Which I think everything else that we had from that booth too is also vegetarian or vegan friendly because this is where they also had like the African lentil coffin shaped sambusa, yes. which also tasted like like a spicy garden, but in a good, like, healthy way. Um, so not everything in that booth was actually vegetarian because that's also where you can find the pizza skull, which had pepperoni. Gotcha. But yes, uh, make a covered cheese dog. It has cheese. You know how I feel about breaded cheese. We, we had cheese curds <laughs> for lunch today, so I, I think you feel good about it. And then, I'm not a big fan of a hot dog, but this doesn't taste like your, like, boiled hot dogs. It was delicious the breading good and i didn't even mind like because it looks gross because it had looks especially in the dark it does look like kind of like maggoty like something's growing on it and i did like i was one of those things where i was like yeah but it tasted so good yeah and i think this is something that universal's come a long way with is having their actual food offerings be something that's exciting and good and very well themed because just their general snacks are absolutely terrible. Outside the popcorn. The popcorn's fine. The popcorn's fine. Never have a pretzel from uh, Universal. Yeah, they're just not good. But they do extremely well with their festival foods and I definitely applaud them for that. Um, and again, just like everything else, this was a huge portion. Again, two of us sharing it and I felt mm-hmm. like I got a good amount of food yeah. For it. And this is also one of the booths that I want to go back to. Not just for this, but it's because they have a, a churro, churro dog. Yeah. Churro Korean hot dog too, yeah. which sign me up. After having this one, like that's on my list of things to try. The only thing I'm upset is that this booth was well rumored to have another drink, but it fell through. So yeah, when they release all of the food and drink menus of stuff that they had, there was supposed to be a different drink here that was some sort of like alcoholic lemonade, but when the event actually started this has not been available so i don't know if something just didn't work out with it or they weren't able to secure the ingredients for it but but instead you can get gold juice so you know win-win they have gold juice and the lacto cooler which is fine Uh, number two well the number two for me it was the maggot okay that's right so so what is your number um my number two is actually going to be the haunted horseshoe burger Mm. um this is a barbecue burger that has like it's open-faced with jalapenos french fries cheese and bacon on top Mm -hmm. of it um fantastic like this was one of the first things that we actually got the first night of horror nights because we walked through the the first scare zone and then we went through we did dead man's pier and then we yeah or we did this one and we didn't do this year. One of those is true. <laughs> I, I think we did this first and then got in line for Dead Man's Spear. Because I want to say like we ate as soon as we got in there. Um, but I absolutely love this burger. And I'm surprised it's this high on my list. But when mm-hmm. I was thinking about everything, I think this was a great option. Um, it's open-faced, so it's not something that you're going to be able to just pick up and eat. Like It's definitely a fork and knifer. Mm-hmm. But I think Universal does a specialty burger pretty well. Like, even going back to last year with the the Jack Slider. Oh, the Jack Slider is so good. <sighs> Super good. 
They brought back No Chance in Hell, PB and J, but and they, they didn't bring back the Jack Slayer. And they also brought back like the fried uh, Oreos and stuff that they had at that same booth. Oh, and not the Jack Slayer. Big mistake. Big big mistake. Big mistake. <laughs> Huge. Um, all right, but what's your number one going to be then? My number one is going to be the one that I was not excited for, in the least, and that is the sacrificial. Offerings, the mac and cheese. Okay. So this is coming from the food truck that's right outside where the Contra the Dark Scare Zone is, kind of between that and the entrance to the Horrors of Blumhouse booth. They do have two mac and cheeses there. There's the burnt offerings and then the sacrificial remains. The sacrificial remains is just like your kind of regular shell-style mac and cheese. It's a white cheddar cheese sauce, but it also has chili and chorizo on top yes. of it. Mm-hmm. And this was absolutely fantastic. Huge uh, portion? I'd say, I'd say it was a good portion. Eh, I feel like, I, compared to the other one. I think for $7, like, the amount of food that you got there was kind of okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish it maybe would have come with something else on the side for that $7, because mac and cheese is cheap. Like, yeah. We know it's not expensive, um, but this was the clear winner of the two mac and cheeses that they had, just because how flavorful and it delivered. I think there was also like a scoop of like sour cream on top of it. There too. was, yes. yeah, and then like green <laughs> onions. Um, no, this is a solid pick, and I did not put this one on my list because I figured you would have had it on your list at yeah. somewhere. So, yeah. uh, but my number one, in addition to the garlic cheesesteak that we already talked about. Was the spicy turkey and squash bun. Uh, This is another bao bun uh, loaded up with spicy turkey, squash, but then the bao bun itself is black, so it's super spooky looking. Uh, As soon as we ate this, I proclaimed I could eat like a dozen of these, Mm -hmm. and I plan on fulfilling that promise. (laughs) Maybe not all at once, but like for like the rest of the, the event for the next, you know, month and two weeks, whatever. Um, I want to get more of these because much like the want to play beignet, like there was a good amount of spice to this. Not an overwhelming, but you can tell it's a nice, like spiced turkey, like some heat, but it's like also like that earthiness. And you can eat it to go because it's just a little bow bun. Because it's a bun. Why not? Um, so in in line with everything else that we do, th- those were our bests of the fests. Mm-hmm. What do you think is the mest of the fest? Um, the thing that you had and you're like, ooh, not good. Uh, that would be the mummy cookie, the tablet. Yeah, that was really on theme because it was dry as. So this comes from the exact same booth as the garlic cheesesteak, and this cookie. It looks like a stone slab. There's hieroglyphics on it, and then it's dusted with like gold, yeah, like it, gold dust powder. Yeah. It's a mummy cookie, definitely. Like it looks really good. Um, great presentation, and it tastes just like a mummy would taste. I believe. Yeah, it just um, looking at mummy cookies just brings up <laughs> uh, recipes for cookies that look like mummies. Um, but yeah. I'm looking at the picture of it right now, and the theming's there for it, but it just tasted like a dry, bland, dusty cookie. Um, For me, my mess of the fest was definitely the other mac and cheese from the booth. Um, This was the burnt offerings, 
Burnt offerings? Burnt offerings, sacrificial remains. I can't remember the two there, names. There's one, it's one or the other, uh, the one with just the pork skewer. Yeah, this it. was a pork skewer that really just, it tasted like pork, but I know there was some sort of sauce on that pork, but not enough of it. There wasn't enough. I wish I had gone more like maybe a pulled pork root mm-hmm. for this, um, just instead of like cubed up pork. Um Again, our friends had this the night before when they had gone to Horror Nights. And our portion was actually a little bit bigger because on their skewer, they only had three pieces of pork. Yeah. Ours had maybe about like six to seven. So I think there was a good amount of meat for it, but it just, it it didn't have any flavor to it. It just looked tiny. Like it just, it, it didn't, it didn't look like anything. It definitely did. And compared to the mac and cheese that you had, which again, clear winner, uh, that's just kind of what led to me being more disappointed in this, I think, mm-hmm. because having the two of them back to back, side to side, like, clearly they know what they're doing with the chorizo one, but the pork one just, meh. No. Do you have anything rest of the fest? Maybe it looks good, but it's okay. Like, try it if, like, you got, like, extra time uh... there, but don't make it something you're seeking out. Well, the tamales from the Day of the Dead little booth, Cantina, were really good. Um, my only issues was that that kitchen is just very, very slow. Like, we got our drinks in a quick um, minute, but then we were just eating the popsicle that came with the drink <laughs> the entire time we were waiting. And you completely finished your popsicle. And I was like halfway through mine before we got our tamales. And I was just like, okay, this is fine. Yeah, it, the tamale was okay. Like when we were talking about it the other day, I said it was something that I was kind of like disappointed in. Mm-hmm. It, I think you got a little defensive about it, but it's there wasn't good. anything wrong with it. It was just... <laughs> Waiting that long for, for what it was, just kind of, kind of disappointing. Um, I will say, um, the other one that I think looks really good is the Major Sweets um, can um cookie sandwich. I, you made a face. You're like, do you want to talk about this? No, one? <laughs> that that was definitely one of the things that I was thinking about talking about. Um, this is a candy corn ice cream sandwich. And the portion size of it was really good. Again, splitting between the two of us, I feel like I was able to get as much as I wanted. But there wasn't anything to knock out about it. Like, it really didn't have a lot of candy corn flavor, which is what I was Mm -hmm. expecting. I feel like it just looks more like candy corn. Uh, That being said, if you haven't seen it, I would definitely Google it because it's so cute. It is so freaking cute. It is very cute. Um, or if you're following us on Instagram, we do put up pictures and stories of everything we're eating each night that we go. So you might have seen it there. But the other thing I I think was good, but it's not like a you have to get it, was the petrified rat tails. Really? Um, these were Old Bay seasoned funnel fries that were then topped with like a crab rangoon kind of like cheese and crab meat dip. Um Great idea. I think it worked okay, but if you're coming to Horror Nights once and there's, like, food that you have to get, I don't know if I would say this is one of them because it was okay. It's interesting. It's definitely interesting. But I think everything else that we talked about is more flavorful, a better value, a better portion size. I think Mm -hmm. 
nothing that we had outside of like the the mummy cookie and the pork mac and cheese was actively bad i want to say i think everything else that we've had mm. we did really enjoy we did like it and there's just a lot more that we loved than those couple things yeah no um last year they had a candy coated pork mm. skew and i thought that was straight up gross <laughs> And I had, like, two bites, and I was like, I'm good. This is done. Like, I don't need to do anything else. Nothing this year has been like that. I would agree. So, what's the one thing you would say, like, hey, if you're going to Horror Nights, this is the only thing you, you're going to eat, make it this? Well, that's tough, because I feel like if you, this is your one time at Horror Nights, I would do one of the classics. Agree. So Agree. I think that's kind of that's hard. Um, for me personally, I think pizza fries are the way to go more than the twisted tater. Ooh, you got excited for pizza fries? Uh, just because it's a bigger portion. She was talking to one of the cats, not me. <laughs> you, know, you got a little defensive there. I just I just realized like people probably didn't know what happened because one of the cats jumped onto the table. Um, oh, sure no, I, it did. Sure it did. I, uh, I agree. I think the pizza fries are probably the way to go because it is a Horror night staple. And it's a good enough portion that you can split it between, like, two or three people. Mm-hmm. And everyone's going to have, like, a good amount of food just because they're curly fries. Or not curly fries. Crinkle cut fries. Crinkle cut. So they're a little bit, like, feels weird saying it this way, but, like, it's a meatier fry. <laughs> like, there's there's more potato to it than, like, a shoestring fry. So you feels like you're getting stuff when you take your bites. But mm-hmm. then there's still a good amount of cheese sauce and then... Your actual meats. Yes. Mm-hmm. On, and on each bite. You can get it without sausage. That was an option. My aunt did that. And I do want to try the Reuben fries that they have too. Those are available at Louis, Louis which mm-hmm. is one of the sit down establishments that's open during Horror Nights. Uh, same same base. It's the crinkle cut fries, but then it has pastrami, sauerkraut, Thousand Island dressing on top, which I do enjoy me a Reuben. So that's definitely something on my list to, to get. Mm hmm. Um, but if you're talking about just, like, one of the unique offerings this year, I will have to give it to the chorizo mac and cheese, honestly. Wow. I think for me, it would probably be the garlic cheese steak. Green, green, gonna... <laughs> green poops and all. Like, I it's, knew it's you were so pick worth that it. One. <laughs> it's definitely worth it. But if you haven't had a chance to try any of these things yet, let us know what we talked you into when you go to Halloween Horror Nights. Or talked uh, you out of. Or talked you out of it, yeah. Uh, email us over at baggingboardcast at gmail.com. That's right. It's my other podcast email because why would I have multiple emails? Or rate and review us on your podcast platform of choice. Tell all your friends. Why not? Shameless plug. 